Hello, Neville Army! Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks, fueled by coffee, brewed by the hand of God. You're going to find today a very interesting, perhaps entertaining one. It's called Insulting Lovingly. You heard it right. Insulting Lovingly. Many things go better when paired with something else. Can you imagine salad without the dressing? Macaroni without the cheese? Cereal without milk? Oat milk or mule milk if you're a millennial and you switch your milk of the month? Or taking vitamins without washing it down with either water or your beverage of choice. I get that everyone thinks differently. And this may or may not be a big deal to some. Which reminds me of Neville's golden rule. I know that this probably came before Neville. And many have talked about it since. But for our purposes, it's Neville's golden rule rule. It says, whenever you are in doubt, do the loving thing. I trust you know what the golden rule is by now. And I'm sure you and I can agree that loving things are neat, but can we really all agree on what's loving? Take something probably universal. I'm sure it's universal, like cuddling. All my Texas exes can attest that I like cuddling about as much as most people like taking their vitamins without water. In other words, I don't consider cuddling loving. I think it's restricting and I don't know, I just not a big cuddler. However, I do think that honest feedback is loving. However, a lot of people find it confrontational, offensive, or just plain rude. Years ago, I used to be completely obsessed with this particular food additive. One day out of the blue, a friend of mine told me how bad this particular additive was nutritionally because of the main ingredients. And I haven't used it since. Now, I could have easily got offended, told him to go pound sand, mind his own business. But instead, I thanked him, found value in this honest feedback, which is still applicable today. Even though I'm the Neville Mind Tricks guy and I've done a podcast a day for year and a few months now, I don't claim to be perfect, and I know that I have my moments. <laughs> Last Saturday, after the mainstream, lamestream media called the election, may have been one of the more recent times that I acted out of a, uh, outside of a positive, nevilistic state, if you will. I think I might have brought this up once or twice before, but I'm part of this 
Neville group. So a few years ago, I, I did this Neville course and it involves some online access to a group, which I guess is still still there. So I'll, I'll casually visit, say hi, see if there's some good posts and things like that, because there's good, good people in there. Over the last, eh, I'd say year ago, there's this one lady that's on there and she's always posting hateful nonsense about Trump. Obvious case of Trump derangement syndrome. Sure, you can see where this is going. Even though I would notice that she was posting this gobbledygook and tomfoolery, balderdash, I never really gave it much thought. I just kind of find it odd that she found it appropriate to use this Neville platform and Neville group to spew her venom and show everyone that she has a stage four case of Trump derangement syndrome. Last Saturday, for some reason, I was in the group and I was, and she was gloating about her win. Now, unless you want to buy me a coffee, buymeacoffee.com forward slash my Neville, I won't tell you what I told her, I won't repeat it. But again, it may have been unexpected, out of character. But I will tell you this. The comment came out of a place of love. Not to beat a Trojan horse, but this whole re-election thing in the United States, to me at least, to people that are following the story, which who knows, maybe I shouldn't even follow the story because I know at the end of the day, it's not going to matter. We continue in our growth and Neville, we're going to, be successful regardless of who is a president of the United States. But I think this has transcended politics. And it's about logic, reason, brainwashing, and indoctrination. To indoctrinate, the definition of indoctrinate is to teach or persuade a person or group to, to accept a set of beliefs uncritically. So again, to indoctrinate is to teach a person or a group to accept a set of beliefs uncritically. Neville once asked his audience if they would tell a criminal who was looking for their mother where she was, even if they obviously knew her whereabouts. The answer is no, even though technically that is a lie. What Neville said is, if a man known as a murderer broke into your home and asked the whereabouts of your mother, would you tell him where she was? Would you tell him the truth? I venture not. So you got the mainstream media. They brainwash folks, just kind of beat them over the head Years after year after years, for at least the last four years, thinking that Trump is Hitler. These people genuinely, truly believe and have been indoctrinated to the point where they think that President Donald J. Trump is Hitler. Okay, so thinking like that, they're probably thinking that 
reelecting Trump is just as horrific as telling the criminal, the murderer, where their mother is. Indoctrination. They're brainwashed. They think it's okay that the election was rigged a little bit because it keeps their sanity or it takes it back because they no longer have Trump derangement syndrome and they kept Hitler out of the White House. That's pretty deep, but that's kind of what's, what's happening. Let's go to scripture. Romans 13.1. That reads that, let every person be subject to the governing authorities. Romans 13.1. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. Jesus said to render to Caesar the things that are Caesar and to God the things that are God. Another thing about the election, and I'm a football guy, I'm a sporter, so I'm going to talk about football because that's what I do. So he got the red team and the blue team for simplicity's sake. The blue team gets credit for a catch. The red team doesn't think that the blue team caught the ball, therefore should not advance. Say it was a really long play. Say it was uh, 20 yards. But the red team firmly believes that the ball hit the ground. They used the ground to catch the ball. So it wasn't a real catch. Therefore, that play shouldn't count. So in football, each team, the head coach of the team, can challenge a play if they think that the play was called incorrectly. Okay, so in this scenario, the red team thinking the guy in the blue team didn't catch the ball. So if they throw out a challenge flag onto the field, it's a red challenge flag, throw it out on the field, it immediately stops play and the referees then review the play objectively, see if what they said happened really happened. And if it did, they'll announce we reviewed the play and the play in the field stands it's a catch okay or they could say upon further review the ball hit the ground therefore it was ruled incomplete third down fourth down or whatever it is so they have the right to challenge okay it's there so imagine same scenario, think the ball hit the ground, and the the coach said, I don't think that was a catch, gets a red challenge flag, throws it on on the field, and then everyone goes bananas, and there there's this whole hate, this whole streaming of hate coming from the water boys of Team Blue, and then Team Blue comes up and starts insulting the coach, and the fans that are in attendance that are going for Team Blue start screaming and booing. No, how dare you challenge this? You're, you're, you're dumb. You're this. You're racist. You're this. You're this person. This that's bad and all this nonsense. And then, like, no, we're just gonna go. Because the thing with football is, so say there's a play like that. You don't think it's a catch, 
okay? Once the next play takes place, you can't go back to review it, okay? So you have to be Johnny on the spot. You can't be like, hey, two plays ago, you said this guy caught it. I don't think he did. Er, not going to happen. has to be that exact play. So why can't it be this way here? So if the blue team was so confident that the player caught the ball, they wouldn't care. Hey, he caught the ball. Review it. Go ahead. Have fun. However, if the blue team has any smidgen of doubt, or in this case, complete doubt that he didn't catch the ball, of course they would have that reaction. Of course they would go crazy and scream and go go insane and whatever. Okay. So full circle. Doing the loving thing is calling someone out on their malarkey. Is that loving? Is that do unto others as you'd have them do unto you? Is that congruent with the golden rule? If if you know someone's brainwashed and you call them out on it, granted, just calling them out probably won't do anything depending on the degree of brainwashing as in this case. But say it helps them a little bit and be like, eh, maybe maybe this guy is onto something. Maybe this person, you know, I'm, I'm kind of mad that they said something and that they questioned it. But think about it. They're not questioning you. I wasn't questioning her as an individual, as a human being. I was questioning the information that she was receiving and her being just kind of in trance and being sucked up by this information. So I'm going to end with this. Neville says, if you're ever in doubt, ask a very simple question. Would I like it done unto me? Would I like it done unto me? If you can answer in the affirmative, then do it. And you cannot go wrong if you use it as your guide. Worth another read. If you're ever in doubt whether something falls in the golden rule, ask a very simple question. Would I like it done unto me? If you can answer in the affirmative, then do it. And you cannot go wrong if you use that as your guide. This also comes in useful when imagining lovingly for others. Thanks for the lesson. Caring is sharing. If you found value, you know what to do. There's some people out there with TDS that might find this helpful. Or people that are just kind of questionable about how they should use the golden rule. And again, just disclaimer, not beating a Trojan horse or picking political sides. Because as I mentioned earlier in this episode, it doesn't matter who's sitting in the White House. We're going to see tremendous success either way. That's an external. However, logically and as a tool to learn and advance our knowledge, this is a really interesting example, especially since we're living through what's going on. With that being said, until we hear again, let us go into a lovely golden rule filled silence 
We're the whole vast world, regardless of their indoctrination or lack of indoctrination, sees you exactly the way that you want to be seen.